Yeah. Oh yeah, like on Hostel. Yeah. Somebody told me that that's not real. But if you sneeze with your eyes open, it won't blow your eyeballs out of your head. Yeah, it won't. But 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 but. <sighs> your eyeballs are in there pretty good. Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 166. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan and Ed. We're going to steal your girl now. Hit our theme song. Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We got a one-off episode before we start our new arc next week. We're going to talk about a deck that uh, we're going to see in the wild at our local LGS real soon. We thought it was really fun and cool, so we figured we'd share it with the nation. We've got a couple of patrons to thank. We've got a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. But before we do any of that, we have to thank our official sponsor, FaceToFaceGames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store. Very much so. You just told me about an order that you did. I have an order in the mail. Very much appreciate face-to-face all they do and of course we've got the $25 face-to-face credit voucher store credit credit card whatever we call it yeah I don't know what we call that for Assassino Dan he was the winner of last arc get at us at CCO podcast or at CCO Brando we don't want to give it to somebody else but we will yes we know that sometimes people are are an episode or so behind when they when they listen so we Give everybody a, a second chance. It would be easy for us to con- contact them, we always say, <laughs> but we like it to be organic and a surprise, and and we like when people get at us on Twitter because it's always exciting for them. That's, and it's always exciting for us to hear from, from people. I like S- to hear from everybody. Yeah, very much so. And speaking of which, Sebastian Payne, he won Mystic Intellect last week. Hell yeah. I told him on Twitter to listen to episode 165, he better do it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen when we tell you things. <laughs> That's right. Not that, that is the the deck giveaway that we do every arc. We're going to be announcing a new deck giveaway next week when we start our new arc. Yes, Ooh. it's going to be it's going to be a good one. I yeah, think. we reached out to our creative team on Discord and and we got some ideas on how to improve our magic play, improve our deck building or playing experience, right? And we're going to talk about some junk-ass decks. Yeah, and we got some decks sent in, and some of them look good. I haven't looked at all of them yet, but I've read the names of some of them, and I've read the subject lines in the emails we've received, <laughs> so I, I can... I can already tell. It's going to be it's, one to go down in history. It's going to be another good one, I think. So that all being said, we mentioned the Discord, we mentioned the giveaways, good way to get into the Discord, get into the giveaways, because they get them is through Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash CCO podcast. We've got a couple new shout outs. We do. One of the benefits is, of course, your CCO nickname. Now we will devastate you with one of the best nicknames anybody will ever give you throughout the course of your entire life. I don't know why people want these. Yeah, no. So, first of all, big shout out to Callum Ian Brownstar. He increased his pledge. Thank you. He was already a patron, but now he is of the toppest of tier variety. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, big, big thanks. I mean, he, Brownstar, big, big apology as well. That we call <laughs> you that. but. <laughs> and, of course, his wonderful girlfriend. Yeah. And he was trying to give me ideas for nicknames. I told him, stop, stop, stop. Well, I'm glad I wasn't there. I, I would taint the 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 creative process. Yeah, I already don't know how to say her nick or her her name and I just want to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> He's like it's like when you try and shush a class 
And I was like, no, 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 stop. I shushed him. But anyways, big thank you to Shalane Clausen. I think that that is close. Shalane? But but it's also Shilin. Like she leaned to the left a little bit. She leaned to the left. She leaned. To, we call her Shillelagh. Shillelagh. Shillelagh Clawful. What is a Shillelagh? Is that like that's like the that's like a club, like an Irish beat stick. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you were my, a leprechaun, you would just lay into somebody with your Shillelagh. Yeah, I think. M- my brother's big shotgun for hunting geese. He calls it his big Shillelagh. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't Google that. Yeah, definitely no. Yeah, definitely yeah. Not. But if we go Shillelagh Clawful, like Clawful is a He-Man villain. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, he's like the guy with like the one big lobster claw and the one little lobster claw. He was number one on a list of crustacean-themed action figures that I watched one time. Oh. You didn't even know there was 10 crustacean-themed action figures, did you? No. Well, when I I heard one big lobster claw and one little lobster claw, I imagined Nemo, but like super radioactive mutated like Godzilla. Like used to be an iguana, now he's Godzilla. Except it's a... It's a crab instead of a fish? Yes. Nemo was a fish, right? Yes. Right. But but one bad fin, one good fin. I've only seen Finding Nemo 2. Oh, yeah? Or I had only seen Finding Nemo 2, and then I watched the first one like last weekend with, with Kyla. No way. I have never seen two, big surprise, and I've never seen anything with crustacean-themed bad guys or good guys. Ever? Yeah, yes, never. Be- Beast Wars Transformers? Nope. Uh, the Little Mermaid. That was, he was a good guy. Oh, oh, but I said yeah, good. Yeah, guys. You said good guys. Ah, regardless, Shalane Clawson, Shalaley, what do Cla- we say? Shalaley Clawful, Shalaley Clawful Crustacean. Yeah, there we go. Welcome, thank you. We appreciate the support. Final nickname. Uh oh, that was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> we got there though. It's good. C J Van Antwerp. <laughs> What? That's the name. That's not their name. I'm sure CJ is an abbreviation. I'm sure because I looked it up and it is. Is it Cal Jr.? I don't know, but Cal Cal Ripken Jr. Van Antwerp. He could be like pseudo-celebrity baseball player. That's probably the least damaging thing his name has ever (laughs) brought upon him in his life. (laughs) Antwerp. (laughs) Well, anyways, CJ Van Cal Ripken Jr. Antwerp. Thank you very much. We appreciate the support. We certainly do. Welcome aboard. And F you. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yes. Let's read the commandy today because we talked about it a whole bunch on the on the pre-show. Pre-showers, if anybody got it based on the hints that we gave on, on the YouTube video for the pre-show. You better have got at us before right now or you don't win any win prizes. Card. Yeah, we're not going to give you the card because you have to have got it from the hints. Oh, yeah, because you said you were going to give them the card if they got one yeah, I'm going to get this physical card and send it to you. From Aiden. This is our buddy Aiden's yeah, deck. Yeah, I'm going to take Aiden's and send it to you. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll make Aiden trade me for mine. Yes. That's how that's going to work. That's going to be the best thing ever. So anyway, it's Zancha Sleeper Agent, who is a 5-5 minion for black, red, one. Has three significant abilities on it. First one is, as she comes into play, she comes into play under an opponent's control instead of yours. It's a good ability. All right, next one. Zancha attacks each combat if able and can't attack its owner or planeswalkers its owner controls, meaning you or us or Aiden in this case. Last ability, three. Zancha's controller loses two life and you draw a card. Any player may activate this ability. (laughs) (laughs) So I mentioned on the pre-show too that I was going to build this deck, but not this deck, 
right? I was going to build Zancha for our buddy Joel so he could have something to play when he came over because he didn't have an EDH deck. He just plays like modern and standard and stuff. Right. And the the more competitive list that is Zancha runs all of the, you know, deal two, deal three to all creature sweepers to keep the board clean and it looks to stop what the opponent is doing, kind of like a, a Rakdos control deck and eventually make infinite mana to give Zancha to somebody and then infinite them out by dealing two damage by paying three mana. Yes. And then... And you draw your whole deck. And then she dies, you play her again, give her to somebody else. That's right. Bad, 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 Yeah. And you've got some discard thing to get an Eldrazi back into your graveyard to shuffle your library and so you don't deck yourself. Correct. So that isn't today's deck. <laughs> That's not what we're doing today. You said steal your girl. Yes, I did. We have like 57 abs between the two of us, but that's not how we're going to do it. Give us some insight as to how the deck sort of runs. We're going to give somebody Zancha, and then we're going to steal their stuff to keep it out of the way, beat them to death with their own stuff, and then sack their stuff to do more damage to them. And Zancha always has to attack too, right? And Zancha's always attacking, so it's going to be, it's kind of a little Voltron deck. She's like the littlest Voltron. I suppose. And you send your girl out into the world... And then you protect her from all of life's pitfalls and, and problems. And then she just makes you proud. Because she becomes a cam girl. I, I guess so. Not what you were going to say? Not what I was going to say. Oh. Uh, but sure. It's not where I th- was going with that, but it is where we've ended up. And that's fine. Also, is that the Phyrexian tower in the back of her art? Yes. Cool. Yes. So she's a Phyrexian? Yes. What a piece of shit. You got. You didn't know God. Welcome to my nightmare, everybody. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to my nightmare. You've never seen any movies ever, and I didn't read all of the old books. Ooh. It's can't a trade-off. Argue. I can't argue. <laughs> it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off that we make. Okay. So we are gonna steal stuff. We're gonna hit you with it. We might sacrifice it so you don't get it back. Yeah. You're gonna attack not us with Zancha, therefore doing more of our work for us. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to gain some tempo advantage maybe because we might steal your six-drop creature with our three-mana threaten effect, we call them, right? Correct. So for newer members of the Nash, a threaten effect is what the kids are calling like traitorous blood or, or what's a different modern steel spell? Act of Treason is another one, right? I think Act of Treason is the one that everybody's talking now. Using. Yeah, the actual card or the 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 mechanic is Threaten. Yeah, Typi- get it right. Yeah, typically they're three mana. They say gain control of target creature. It gains haste. Give it away at the end. Or give it back at the end of turn. Yeah. Untap it. It gains haste. Oh yeah. So when we say it's a threaten effect, that's what it is. And some of them cost more than three, but they'll give you like plus one plus zero oh, or trample or. Or you can steal two for six mana or what have yeah, you, right? Yeah, there's that cool fire-breathing one. I like that one. That uh, gives it fire-breathing? Uh, well, it's not fire-breathing, but it's like red, 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 X, and it gets X plus X plus O when you steal it. Uh, oh. Unwilling recruit. Yes. So it's just threaten, or it's threaten plus some damage if you have some extra mana to sink into it. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. If we say threaten effect, we'll say threaten effect, and then there's like, if there's auxiliary attached to it, then we'll just say it's the threaten but gives it flying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seems good. This deck actually reminds me of my Brian Stoutarm deck. I mentioned that on the pre-show because I play lots of Threaten effects in that deck to steal and fling. So this deck kind of looks to do that except more 
redundancy. It's more condensed version of that. Dig it. Like, does it play any big, good, good creatures? It plays lots of good creatures, but only the one big one. And because the one big one says, sacrifice another creature to do something. So we threaten, and then we sacrifice the creature after we attack with it to... To, to, yeah, okay, we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, it's pretty sick. This, okay. is, this is a cool deck. I'm pumped for this one, as I said on the pre-show. Very much so. Yes. Creech? Creech. We've already done Xantra, and we'll start right in with Captivating Crew. Ooh. 4-3 for 4. You can pay red 3 to threaten something, but only as a sorcery. Man, if that was an instant, this card would be just oh, yeah. insane. Yeah, that would be stupid crazy powerful, because you just threaten and block. Yeah. Yeah, oh. blocking is... Favorable in combat, just FYI. Everybody. And if they only have one creature that's attacking, you just threaten it so it's yours. Yes. Can't get me anymore. Yeah. You jerk. And it untaps, and you give it back to them. So it's like, nah, fuck you. Yeah, then, yeah, that's not what it does. Moving on. No, not not at all. Uh, let's just do another creature that kind of does the same thing. Enthralling Victor. That's a 3-2 for 4. Enters the battlefield, threatens a creature with power 2 or less. So that is there just because it's a threaten effect, and... Sure, we're probably going to be able to get something. You can that. probably get a dork or a utility creature or something. Also, this guy has almost as many abs as I do. He's got like half as many as me. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, we got a dual caster mage. Yeah. 2-2 th- for red, red, 1. This is a mighty card. I like this one. Combo enabler for sure. It's got flash. Ooh. When you flash it and when it ETBs, you copy target instant or sorcery spell and you may choose new targets. So... In all likelihood, when we're when we're using this offensively, we are casting a threaten, then dual casting it to steal a second thing. So we steal both things; they both get haste. We crash in with two things. Spells like this are also fabulous when it comes to utility because you can also copy counter spells, you can counter or copy ramp spells, removal or, spells. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff you can do with these guys, and I think that the effect in general is pretty underplayed. Dual caster mage or or like fork effects. Fork effects. Forks effects. I think that people can use fork for, to for the kids. For, for for the kids, reverberate effects. Yeah, yeah. Aiden's such a pleb. He's not even playing fork in this deck. Yeah, not even Spoiler playing. Alert. Beta forks, <laughs> alpha forks, even with those weird corners. Get your life together. Yeah. Aiden. You know what I like? I like threatening Zancha after when somebody's got like twenty commander. She got five power, right? So she's gonna do five, five, five. She's got to attack five times. Deal twenty five. Oh, dude, when we get to the suggestions part of the show... Oh, there's oh, threatened got, effects that give plus, oh, plus one got counters, a, right? I got a whole whole idea for what I would do with this deck. So Aiden's playing this, and he gives me Zancha. I attack F.U. Smitty a few times. He's at, like, whatever, commander damage. And Aiden threatens, gets his own Zancha back, and then hits Smitty. You know what would be real good in this deck? Assault suit. Yeah. You threaten it, you give her an assault suit, then she's just going all around and she's just oh, that's that's good. Yeah. That uh, is that's good one news. of the that's one of the highest synergy cards on EDA Trek. Goddamn right it is. Yeah, that's for sure. Because it's awesome. Alright, let's keep going with creatures. We have uh Falconrath Aristocrat. That is not a a threaten, but it's a sack outlet, which is the other common theme on our creatures, right? So red, black, two, four, one. Flying haste, sack a creech. So we threaten something, attack, and then sacrifice it. Falcon Rat Aristocrat gets indestructible until end of turn. If you sacrificed a human, you put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Dig That's it. Fine. Cool Dig dress, it. hey? That's it's a like, really cool. The art like, on that card is awesome. It's like, is it blood or is it just red? And then she's just wearing like a white dress. 
was she was the dress originally white and she like dipped into a big pool of blood like that's cool art yeah, i don't know what's neat. happening but it's very cool it's very neat it's evocative it, it makes me it's and it's erotic you know what i like about this card it says it is indestructible and still it, it gains indestructible i just like that oh yeah that's yes. weird wording I, I just like how that is sure uh, next up, we have my girl Ghoul Caller Gisa. Yeah, three, four for five. You pay black, tap, sack another creature, maybe one that you stole. Ooh. Do I have to keep saying that? No, I think people get it. We steal a creature, we sacrifice it. Correct. Put X, two, two black zombie creature onto the battlefield where X is the creature's power that you sacrificed. Sick. Ooh, yeah, steal an eight, eight. Get eight, two, twos, 16 power. And kill their eight, eight. Die. Oh, so good. All right, continuing on, we have a Humble Defector. Yeah, we've never played this before. I've never seen this card before. So 2-1 for 2. Tap, draw two cards. Target opponent gains control of Humble Defector. Activate this only during your turn. So we draw two, then give it away, and then we just steal it back. And we (laughs) untap it, and we draw two more. (laughs) I dig that. Yeah. I like that lot. I think this is, you play this on turn two, and you you just get in with it a couple times. Maybe you get like six damage across three opponents or what have you until everybody's got blocks you draw you give it away you pay three get it back draw again so you get your you get your four or six damage for two mana which is fine it's a good rate get your chip ins right kids get your chips and then you pay three to draw four cards in red I like it. Yeah. I like that. I, I like that one. I'm hey? going to go get one of these, and I'm going to try you, it out. You, you got to run like 20 steel effects, though, just FYI. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Okay. All right, next up, we got uh, Kiki Jiki Mirror Breaker. Ooh, the old, give him the old Kiki Jik, right? Yeah, dude. Everybody knows this. Haste 2-2 Goblin for Red Red 2. Tap. Put a token to play that's a copy target non-legendary Creech. Gains haste. I've always had a problem with the art on Kiki Jiki because I feel like the creature behind him is like Ryo, say the like the legendary red Kamigawa dragon. Okay. And Kiki Jiki can't copy him. <laughs> so why is he there? <laughs> Don't like that. Maybe they're friends. Well, get off my art, friends. Yeah, get new friends, Kiki Jiki. <laughs> get some less legendary friends. Like Magus of the Will. Oh, I want to copy this and give it haste. <laughs> So this, have we played this before? Yeah, we had to have. We must have. We had to have. If it's this card, yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. It's a 3-3 three, three for black 2. This is a human wizard. It's it's of the Magus cycle, the Magi cycle. Is it a cycle or is it just like a like a theme? Or it's a... a super cycle, they call it. A cycle that continues across multiple sets or transcends the one of every color kind of structure. Dig it. Okay. So 2-2, two, two, sorry, 3-3 three, three for 3. You pay black two. Sounds a lot like Yogmoth's Will's mana cost. It kind of does. Yeah. yeah. Exile Magus of the Will. Until end of turn, you may play cards from your graveyard. If a card would be put into your graveyard this way from in- or from anywhere, exile it instead. That sounds a lot like Yogmoth's Will, right? It very much is Yogmoth's Will. <laughs> Hence its name, Magus of the Will. Yes. Ugh. Cool Ugh. art. Look at all those creepy hands or whatever those are. And he's got like the apocalypse mask on. Is that what that is? Yeah, that is the mask of Yogmoth. The Phyrexian symbol is the circle with the line through it. That yeah. is the symbol of Phyrexia, kind of like the crucifix is the symbol of Christianity or whatever. Sure. But that mask is Yogmoth's face because he was like disembodied. He was just 
like he's he's everywhere in Phyrexia on in the ninth circle or whatever. He's Sauron. Uh, yeah, this was his embodiment. Like Sauron had the ring, the, the eye, yeah. and he had the mouth of Sauron that Sauron that talked for him and stuff. This is Yagmoth's face, and it was put into mask form that people could wear as a representation of him. Neat. Totally scary. Yeah. And of course that that dude is in the same position that the zombie is in in the Yogmoth's will art. Very subtle and cool throwback. Dig it. Says I, me. Love that card. I like those wills lot or not the wills, the Magus's lots. Yes. Even the ones that are of terrible cards. Uh speaking of uh, this isn't a terrible card. Molten Primordial. Oh yeah, this is a good card. This is a 6-4 Haster for 7. Yeah. When it enters the battlefield, you threaten a creature from each opponent. Each. So you're going to cast this 6 power beater with haste, and you're going to steal three other creatures, and they all also get haste. <laughs> and then you're just going to crash in. Then you're going to slap somebody right in the face. The best part is when somebody's got like one blocker, and you steal their one blocker and two other things, and you just crush them for like... <laughs> 28. <laughs> the last time I cast a Molten Primordial, I stole... I tried to steal a feather, but then it got pro-red. Of course it did. And I stole something else big and a Muldratha, and I just crashed in <laughs> against the Muldratha player. <laughs> it was awesome. Razaketh the Foul-Blooded. Yeah, 8-8 eight, eight for 8. Flying, Trample. We call that Flample in the nation. We do. Pay 2 life, sack a creature. There's the magic words. Tutor your library. Just search for a card. By yep. sacking that creature. Instead of paying two mana and a card for Demonic Tutor, you pay two life and somebody else's creature. Yeah, and I hate life. I'll just pay it all. Yeah, screw it. As long as you have one left at the end of the game, you're winning. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. And with Razaketh and Steal Your Girl, Ooh. we're going to have, we're going to be winning. I have a Sadisi Undead Vizier. Yeah, speaking of tutors and sacrificing, five mana, four, six, death touch, zombie, naga, not relevant. Exploit, though, very relevant. Enters the battlefield, you can sacrifice an, a, a creature. So it doesn't have to be yours. It doesn't have to be yours, but the thing about exploit is it can exploit itself. So if you just need a tutor because your hand's empty, to like for a card draw spell or a Razaketh maybe, <laughs> you can exploit your Sadisi. And when you do, you demonic tutor. You just search for a card. Dig it. So you'll notice we've got two tutors and we're not even through the creatures yet. So that does hurt the spice rating. But this is the kind of deck where we've got enough of a interesting and unique redundancy in all of the threaten effects that I think that we're going to have to give this one honorary spicy faux show. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. After we talk about Torbrand, Thane of Redfell. Oh, yeah. If a red source you control would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent and opponent controls, it deals that much damage plus two. Now, I appreciate this card. I'm happy that this card exists and always that this card exists. You have this deck even. I sure do, and I really like it. I highly recommend everybody try it. Uh, why is it here? I'm not sure. Because Zancha doesn't deal damage. She makes people lose life, and that's not the same thing. That's right. So Torbrand doesn't make Zancha work any better, and there's only a couple of like deal one damage red things. So I, I'm not sure why he's here. There are red creech. So that is a red source. Like when you attack with your zealous conscripts as the last creature, just for example. Sure. You could steal red creatures, of course. There is some red deal damage stuff. Does anything that we use to steal 
make it red? Does reverberate make something red? That's fork. Fork makes it red? Mm-hmm. Does it? Yeah. Oh, you should play fork. We've been over this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe just more incidental damage, probably because he had one. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We'll ask about it next time we see him. Also, we kind of glossed it over. There is a Kiki Jiki and a Zealous Conscript in the same deck. Oh, Sometimes yeah, game's got to end. Yeah, Zealous Conscript, of course, is a threat and effect on a 3-3 for 5. You can copy it with Kiki Jiki to untap your Kiki Jiki and give it haste. And then you can tap to make a copy of Zealous Conscripts, untap your Kiki Jiki, tap to make a Zealous Conscripts. The thing that people forget or when people see that interaction for the first time is it says when Zealous Conscripts enters the battlefield, gain control of target permanent until end of turn, untap it. You can already control the permanent. Yes. And it it just untaps it and gives it haste. And then you can make another one and another one, etc. Yes. Sweet, sweet. Sweet, 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 indeed. sweet, sweet, sweet. Is it the tour brand? <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> well, I'd cut the tour brand and play a bizarre trader, but we'll get to that in a oh, little bit. Oh yeah, hey, that's a CCO classic, isn't it? <laughs> We've played that a couple times. That's a good ass card, is what that is. Let's do some instants. Sure, six of them in total. All right, we got Bedevil and Terminate. Those are removal spells. Yep. So is so is Chaos Warp. Yeah, Chaos Warp is the shuffle in. They get a permanent off the top. We have Reiterate, Reverberate. Reiterate, we should mention that it's got buyback and it copies target instant or sorcery spell. So red, red, one, copy something, buyback three. It's an additional cost when you cast it and then you put it into your hand instead of the graveyard. Yes. There are ways in magic, even in Rakdos, to go infinite with reverberate. We are playing at least one of them. Ooh. We we can go infinite with one of the cards that we have in this deck, which could then kill somebody that controls Zancha. Neat. Yes. All right. And then Reverberate is just, it's copy. It's twin cast. Yeah, it copies instant or sorcery. Yes. And then, of course, Thrill of Possibility, red one, discard a card, then you draw two cards. Cool. Yeah, actually cool. And also cool with that Magus of the Will. And other things that might act like proxies for Magus of the Will. <laughs> <laughs> or, or shall I say, suitable analogs. There we go. All right, so we're into the sorceries. You know where we're going to start here? I'm going to clump them together. We'll point out some of note as we go. Yeah, I think, can we say a threaten effect and its mana cost and if it does something extra? like just, And then just clump them. Sure, act of treason. That's a, that is literally threaten. Besmirch. <laughs> Besmirch. It's got the best art of all of the threatened effects. <laughs> that threatens and it goads the creature. So when you give it back, it can't hit you back. It's cool. Yeah, I like that one. I like Besmirch. Uh, goat Nap. That is threatened, but if it's a goat, it gets plus three plus O. Oh. It's threatened. Yeah. Claim the Firstborn. That is threatened, but for one mana, but it's got to steal something that's three or smaller. Yes. Harness by Force. That is threaten but you can strive it by paying red two to copy it that's a threaten but you can pay threaten to threaten another thing yes yes so if you had that infinite mana combo you could threaten everything yes okay i dig it how about mass mutiny that is that is from the pre-show i said if you read it it tells you what it does (laughs) (laughs) that is red red three for each opponent gain control of target creature that player controls 
those creature gain haste and threatens one thing from everybody for five mana. That's actually good. It's a good card. If threaten is three mana, threaten three people's stuff should be nine, but you put it on one card and it costs five. Cool. That's a good rate, especially if you're stealing stuff that's like, you could steal 15 power for five mana if you steal five power dudes. It's not bad. Yeah. Of course, it doesn't come along with a six, five body for six, but it's still pretty good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's still a fine card, I (laughs) guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about hijack? That's an artifact or creature you threaten. So you could steal like a Mimic Vat. Or a, yeah, I guess or a Sol Ring or a, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I thought of Mimic Vat because you could take the Mimic Vat and then you could make a token of whatever's under the Mimic Vat if like somebody did that. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Uh, we have actual threatened. Hey, there it is from Onslaught. The guy's got little brand and he's branding that dude. I that like that art, but I think my favorite threat art is actually the one from 10th edition. I think is that's the one I remember it from, where it's the goblin, like, and he's pulling this really tall guy down by his beard, and he's threatening him with his big knife. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. All right, we got Traitorous Blood. That is the one that gives them Trample. Neat. Three mana threat and Trample. Kari Zev's Expertise. Oh, this card in my Zata deck just hauls major ass. <laughs> is that like beating wholesale ass, except Hall's major ass? Yes. Okay. It's the same thing. Yeah, okay. Three mana, threaten a creature or vehicle, and then you can cast a card with converted mana cost two or less from your hand. So <sighs> you could threaten, and then you could wrangle, which is another threaten effect. You could threaten, then act of treason. Sorry, you could threaten, then thrill of possibility. Yeah, that's, that's a, sure. The possibilities terminate, are right? Yeah, wrangle is just for power four or less dudes. Yep, but it costs two. And then we have we talked about this in the pre-show where there's this little snake lady that's just having the best time in the fight that she's currently in, and it's twist allegiance. Yeah. Hey, just by the way, in the Discord, people were talking about drinking game. Whenever we say stuff, I think drinking game for this show would be. The word threaten and the word pre-show, because <laughs> I'm sure we've said them both 28 times yeah, already. Everybody playing the drinking game, they're dead. Yeah. They're, they're dead. So rip to those people. Yeah, yeah. T- twist allegiance. Red, six. Oh. What in the actual hell is going on here? Okay. You and target opponent each gain control of all creatures the other controls until end of turn. Untap those creatures, they gain haste until end of turn. So we target an opponent and we swap creatures. This is Reigns of Power, except in red, and double the mana. <laughs> yes. And not an instant. <laughs> not an instant. <laughs> the way that we do it in this deck with our small number of creatures is we just don't have any. <laughs> and we switch with them when they have a non-zero amount. You know what this could be and it would probably be better? Insurrection. This should be Insurrection. We definitely play Insurrection in this deck. I didn't see it. You moved everything around. Did I move it except for insurrection? Oh, there is an insurrection. There it is. Excellent. Got there. Good on you, Aiden. I was like, oh my god. Just real quick, that is red, red, red five. Threaten every single creature and kill your opponents. This is the red card that's won more games than any other red card. Yes, it's one of those cards where nine times out of ten, when you play this card, you're gonna win the game. Yeah, this is red crater hoof behemoth. Yeah. This is red time stretch. Redder hoof behemoth. Yeah. Raider hoof behemoth. There we go. Red stretch. Don't Google that. Do not, under any circumstances, go to Google and type those words into anything. Don't do it. Don't even think those words together when you're at the... Just don't. Just don't. Moving on. Moving right along. We're done with the threatened cards. We're into the sweeper cards, or 
the sweeper card, it's Blasphemous Act. It deals 13 to everything, costs less for more creature. Yeah, it costs one. Bonus round. Oh, until end of turn, whenever a player casts an instant or sorcery spell, that it, it's copied. Ooh. So you could cast your bonus round, and then every threat and steals two things. Neat. Oh, I love bonus round. That's a legacy deck, hey? Not really, but it could is. Be. Yeah. Bonus round is is the truth. It's a good-ass card. Uh, Diabolic Intent. That is Diabolic Tutor, but as an additional cost, sack a Creech. Maybe one that we stole. Neat. Yeah. Double cast. That is d- exactly what it sounds like. Red, red, sorcery. The next thing that you cast is doubled. Can you imagine double casting your uh, your bonus round? I've seen that happen. Oh it yeah, is, I is, done it to Aiden, and I killed nightmare. him. Yeah, it's it's awful. Ask him about ask him about price of progress. <laughs> It'll kill him every time. How about Dreadbore? Destroy a creature, or planeswalker. Faithless looting. Draw two, discard two. Howl of the horde. Howl of the horde. Uh, okay. Whenever you cast your next instant or sorcery spell, copy that spell. You may choose new copies. Okay. And it's got raid. So if we attacked with a creature this turn. You, whenever you cast your next instant or sorcery, copy that spell an additional time. So we have to attack to copy something twice, but we wouldn't want to cast a threaten effect after we've attacked under normal circumstances, right? True. So this just copies it one time. We have removal spells. We have other things we yeah, can do. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. Removal spells, or if we want to threaten... After we attacked and then sacrificed both things that we stole to Razaketh to tutor like Kiki Jiki Zealous conscripts to just kill somebody. Yeah. You could tutor twice with could your sure. Razaketh and your Howl of the Horde. Yeah. Could sure do that. Uh, how about last one standing? Ooh, I don't think we've ever played this one. Maybe we have. Red, black, one, sorcery. Choose a creature at random. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then destroy the rest. I like that card. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so it leaves one thing. The chances are the worst, the most powerful thing on the table is going to get destroyed. Just the odds of it are, right? And if it gets your your commander, well, it only is going to cost five the second time you play it for five power. And a bunch of cards. Yeah. Probably. That's that's fine to play that one. It's a good-ass card. That's a three-mana wrath. Yeah. And what if it just leaves a 1-1 soldier token or like one goblin on the table, right? Just a zombie token. That's all All that gets left. What if it's the wolf token that's carrying 10 swords? Ooh. Well, chances are it's not going to be. Very true. Right? <laughs> I'm a mana geyser. Okay, this is our ritual that lets us go with, uh, get, lets us go infinite with reiterate. Right? So this is red, red, three. Get a red for each tapped land your opponents control. So you cast your mana geyser. Is so, there a minimum amount of mana you need to get with mana geyser? I mean, it obviously has to be at least five or you wouldn't play it, but... Yeah. I don't know what the math is on that, but okay. hear me out. Mana guys are on the stack. Reiterate with the buyback it. You copy it. This, the copy goes on the stack above the original, and you can resolve the stack one spell at a time. You resolve the copy, and before the original resolves, you use the mana that the copy made to cast Reiterate with the buyback again. You copy the original again, and you resolve the copy, and you cast Reiterate with the buyback again on the original. That Reiterate with buyback is six, so you need to make a minimum of seven to net one mana each time. There we go. And you need to have five to start for the original and six. So you do need 11 mana, and then Mana Geyser needs to make you seven. Mana Geyser 
every single it, time. It's going to make you seven. It's going to make you closer to 20. Yeah. If when you, you have 11. When you have 11 mana, think about what point of the game that is. How many lands does each player have? If it's if it's turn 8 or 9, right? Let's call it let's call it 7. 6 or 7. Being 6 or 7. Let's say one player is all the way open. Like the green player didn't tap anything, right? But the other two players both are tapped out. If it's 7 a piece like each opponent has seven tap mana that's making you 14 yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit mana so, geyser is awesome that is the combo i know lots of people don't even know that reiterate can combo like that with ritual spells mana geyser is one of them the other one is like the one that gives you a mana for each card in your hand i don't play it because or sorry i don't remember what it's called but i play it in zada I don't play Mana Geyser in Zada or Reiterate, <laughs> but I play that other one where if you have seven cards in your hand, remember the number is seven that you have to make for Reiterate to work, but you can do it with that one too. Neat. Uh, we have Past in Flames. That gives every instant and sorcery in your graveyard flashback until end of turn, and it also has flashback. You cast it for four, you flash it back for five. Neat. Uh, we have Sign in Blood. Draw two, lose two. Four two. Vandal Blast. Destroy an artifact or destroy all of the artifacts. Ryan's favorite magic card. Sorcery, black two. Until end of turn, you may play cards from your graveyard as though they were in your hand. Cards put into your graveyard this turn are removed from the game instead. We all know this as Yogmoth's Will. There it is. We That's played, right. We played its Magus earlier. Here's the real one. That's right. And you know what? Here's the thing. You can Yogmoth's Will... And because you're casting the cards out of your graveyard, if that if that mana geyser's in your graveyard, Uh-oh. you yog will, and then you cast your your mana geyser from your graveyard, then you cast your re- reiterate from your graveyard, and then you pay the buyback on your reiterate <laughs> to get it back into your hand. <laughs> yeah. So you can do that with Yogg's Will. You can do it with Past and Flames. You can do it with another card we're going to talk about. You can yeah. do it with Megas of the Will. Ooh, yeah, man. this deck shows up to ball, I think. Yeah, like the it it's fun and it's really casual and stuff, but like there's there's some insidious shit in here. Yeah, it is going to mess you up and take all of your money. Yes. It is the bad guy that kills Bruce Wayne's parents. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, in which movie though? <gasps> ah, you don't know. I which have no movie. idea. You don't even know the difference. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Let's do some enchantments. There's 9 of them. We'll start with attrition. Black, sack a creature, destroy target non-black creature. That sacrifices and kills a second thing, too. That's cool. Kills two things. Yeah. Custody battle. Ooh, hitting close to home there, Brando. (laughs) (laughs) This is from Onslaught, just like Threaten was, and it is red one. Enchanted creature has, at the beginning of your upkeep, target opponent gains control of this creature unless you sacrifice a land. (laughs) (laughs) What? So that's like slow threaten that I can do something about. <laughs> what the fuck? I like it. I'm glad oh, yeah. it's in here. Oh, funniest. We've had this happen exactly one time in 165 shows. Ooh. And it happened again on the 166th. Oh, what happened? Aiden's playing Demonic Torment. Oh, Christ. In his in his black deck. It happened one time with Vampiric Embrace when it should have been a Vampiric Tutor. Right. And now this is Demonic Torment when it should be Demonic Tutor. Tutor. 
<laughs> Read this piece of shit. Uh, Demonic Torment is black too. Target creature deals no damage during combat. Creature cannot attack. <laughs> what the fuck? And you know the thing is? It kind of goes in here. It doesn't, because if, if, if you enchant something with it, then you threaten it. It can't even attack. <laughs> what if you put it on Xantis so she doesn't die and for all for oh, non-profitable oh attacks? Like, it doesn't actually it does. not go in this deck. It does go in this deck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Maybe he was trolling me, and it is supposed to be Demonic Torment. Oh, next level. Oh. See, dude? Like, there's some tricksy shit in here, man. That Aiden's a thinker. Fucking guy. Uh, next up, we have a Brando special and Goblin Bombardment. That is red one, sack a Creech, deals one damage. That is going to Torbrand you, right? Yes, that's one of the Torbrand cards that is definitely in here. How about uh, Insolence? Insolence? What is this, Alex? <laughs> Alex.deck? <laughs> that's an enchant creature for red two, and it is, whenever enchanted creature becomes tapped, it deals two damage to that creature's controller. I assume you put it on the Xantra because it has to attack every turn? Yeah. So, like, sure, and I guess unless you demonic torment it, <laughs> <laughs> nice non-bow. You know, we should have mentioned Aiden is Bernoli Flow on Twitter. We we didn't actually say that Bernoli Flow. What is he on TappedOut.net where you can find this deck list? I don't know, but the link will be in the show notes. Yes. Anyways, if you want to hear Aiden call me out on like spelling mistakes on Twitter, <laughs> follow him. His his Twitter will be in the description as well. Excellent. I should have said that earlier in the show. He's one of the CCO dude bros, everybody. Also, uh, F that guy. Yeah, F that guy all day long. Uh, how about Lust for War? Enchant creature. When it becomes tapped, Lust for War deals three damage to its controller, and, and it attacks each turn if able, which it, it already does. Same kind of deal, I guess, also works with Torbrand. Okay, I'm starting to see why, why Torbrand might be in here. Phyrexian Arena. Oh, you know, you know what I just thought of, too? What's that? Is you make it attack each turn, and then he's playing Maze of Ith and Balsack Maze, so before combat damage, you untap it, but it already triggered because it attacked. Cool. Yeah. Okay. He's tricksy. He's next leveling me. All right. Okay. All right. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm hip. Uh, Phyrexian Arena. Draw two, lose one, or draw one, lose one during your upkeep. Risky move. Oh, I have to read this one every time. Red, 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 three. Jesus. Enchantment from Onslaught again. Onslaught's huh. like taking the taking the deck list by storm, hey? Yeah, man. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player gains control of Risky Move. When you gain control of Risky Move from another player, choose a creature you control and an opponent. <laughs> flip a coin. If you lose the flip, that opponent gains control of that creature. That's a weird one. That seems too random and too outside of what we're trying to do. Do you know where I played this card? I don't care. Old school Norin. <laughs> I don't. Just and you got no, so mad at it. I just have no interest. <laughs> it's too random. And I get it. Like when we when when we get risky move, our opponent like might choose to give us a creature or might have to give us a creature. So it's like a threaten effect. But I'm just not in for it. Yeah, it's just on theme. That's fine. It's, it's fine. Uh, and last uh, last one is Underworld Breach. Ooh, baby. Enchantment. Red one. This is our first instance of playing this card, I know for sure. Mm -hmm. This is cheaper Yawgmoth's Will. Duh. Sort of. Each non-land card in your graveyard has escape. The escape cost is equal to that card's converted mana cost plus exile three cards from your graveyard. So you can cast the card from your graveyard by paying its mana cost and exiling three cards, 
at the beginning of the end step, sacrifice Underworld Breach. Note that that doesn't say remove it from the game. You just sack it. You just sack it so you can maybe, I don't know, get it back. Yeah, with your Yawgmoth's will. Well, that would be pointless, but... (laughs) (laughs) But if you had ways to recur it, you can recur it. Yes. We don't in this deck, uh, other than the Yawgmoth's will and the Magus of the will, but the point is we've got will, Magus, Breach, and Past in Flames. Jesus. To re-threaten everybody. And again, we are casting those from the graveyard, so that, that mana combo does work, which is really sweet. Right, let's hammer through some artifacts real fast. Are they all mana rocks? Yeah, there's two that are not. Clump so, those bad boys. Arcane Signet, Charcoal Diamond, Commander Sphere, Fire Diamond, Rakdos Locket, Rakdos Signet, Mindstone, Pyromancer's Goggles, Sol Ring, Primal Amulet, Thromatic Compass. The Primal Amulet makes instants and sorceries cost less, so that's good for our threaten effects. And then it flips into a land, I think. Yes. It flips into a land, and that land adds a mana of any color, and if you use that mana to cast an instant or sorcery, you copy it. I remember that one. Also good for the deck, right? Uh, Exactly uh, what we're doing on both sides. And it should be noted that all of our threaten effects do have some amount of colorless mana, so this works on every single one of them. Yes. Oh, except for... Claim the Firstborn. Which costs one. Yeah. So. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and the last one, Thematic Compass, it is three tap. You can find a basic and put it into play. If you have seven or more land, it flips over into something else. I bet you it's the Maze of Ith one. It is the Maze of Ith one. Got there. Taps for a colorless or is a Maze of Ith. Which pretty much is exactly what we're trying to do. Make Xantia attack so we can get an attack trigger on our opponent to lose life or take damage and then untap it before some schmo blocks and kills our plan. Yes. Yes. And that's the whole deck. Uh, in the land suite, it's a it's a pretty standard Rakdos land suite. We got duels, we got shocks, we got a bajuka bog. Yeah, Aiden's a baller, apparently. Hey? There's Cabal coffers and... Urborg? Urborg. No Lake of the Dead, so not that much of a baller. Uh, I don't know if Lake of the Dead goes in non-mono black decks. How baller does Aiden want to be, Ryan? Look at this land base. He obviously is balling out of control. The man needs a Lake of the Dead. Yeah, Lake of the Dead's going to get you there That's every right. time. We're it, playing Labyrinth of Scophos. That is the ball sack maze. We're playing Maze of Ith. High Market. That's a sack outlet. Mystifying Maze. That is another way to... Maze of Ith. Yep. There's uh, a Phyrexian, Phyrexian Tower. Tower. Yeah, that's Zanch's home. Balling out of control. Well, that card did take a price hit when it was reprinted in Ultimate Masters, I think, right? Yeah, but he's not it's playing... Like, it's only like 20 bucks. He's not playing the Ultimate Masters one. He's playing the Urza one. Yeah. Is there a foil version of that? I don't think that there is. I know I know Urza doesn't have foil. Like, Urza's Saga doesn't have foils, I know. But was there a promo or a judge or anything of that? Just the Ultimate Masters one. There's also a World Champs one with the gold <laughs> border, but... <laughs> yeah. I guess... No, that's not even... No, that's no yeah, good. Don't, yeah. don't play that one. Don't play those at all. People will make fun of you. Yes. Yeah. Unless you get me to alter them, because I was going through my collection. You know what I found? I found Gold Border City of Traders. Ooh, Ooh there's a three hundred dollar card that somebody <laughs> could pay two bucks for if they want me to alter it. <laughs> Just throwing that out there, everybody. Man, I used to have one of those. I traded it. Fool. I traded it when I was like ten bucks. I wanted a Tolarian Academy or something. When Tolarian Academy yeah. was ten bucks, <laughs> and you got Tolarian Academy. Oh, oh, poor, poor baby. Oh, I know. Well, that card was Jeez. good for like ever. And then it's still good. It's still good, but it's banned. And it turns out that like City of Traders is like three hundred and forty dollars now because Legacy. Yeah. Woo. Woo, woofty. Yeah, that's the thing. So that's the deck, right? 
That's the whole deck. That's it. Now, you said you had some suggestions, but before we talk about your suggestions, okay. I want to talk quickly about the budget of the deck. 624 bucks, and that includes the Badlands, the Coffers, the Urborg, Maze of Ith, Yogg's Will. Those are the five most expensive cards. Yeah, there is a pretty intense... Like, you can really pinpoint where all the, the cost in this deck comes from. Not the value, but the cost. Yeah, 30% of the the deck is is in those five cards. I just did the, the math on cutting those because, I mean, you could cut Urborg and Coffers because fine. Sure. It's fine. It's just expensive. You don't need them. It's mono black. If you don't, or it's not mono black. If you don't get your Urborg when you have your Coffers, it's not even very good. Yeah. Right? So if you cut those, you cut the Badlands because ultimately it makes your deck 1% worse, maybe. If you're still playing your Bloodstained Mire or your Prismatic Vista, you're you're just as well off. Yeah, you're right? gonna do fine. And I know Prismatic Vista is expensive, but but not Badlands expensive. Yeah, play your off-color fetches from cons that get you red or black that also cost less than a Badlands. Yes. Okay. So we, we yes, Maze of Ith. I know that the uh, the attack and untap it and get your triggers right. I get it. But we could save three hundred and sixty-five dollars cutting five cards. That's almost half. Total. Uh, oh, yeah. What did I say? 30%? Yeah. No, it's like half. Half yeah, the value of the half. deck. New value, cutting five cards, 259 bucks of just commons, uncommon trash. Granted, some of it's like from Onslaught. There's a couple tutors. There's Kiki Jiki. Like some of that stuff has some value, but like Arcane Signet's 10 bucks, for example. Yeah. There's, there are things that you're going to be able to find, is the point. You yeah, can probably right? trade for them, or you can go to the store and buy them, and you'll get other stuff with them. That's the yeah, neat thing about yeah. getting the Arcane Signets is if you buy the Brawl deck, you have a Brawl deck. And you have, like, the cool cards that came in the Brawl deck. That's decks, right. That's of which right. there were several. You could trade your Corvald away and and get your Zancha deck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't, but sure. So that's what I wanted to say about it. You had some suggestion. My first thought on this was instead of making Zancha attack and then, like, using expensive lands to stop her from attacking, I would just go full Voltron with a bunch of instant speed pump spells <laughs> and play Dauthi Embrace so that we can give her shadow. shadow. So then they can't block with her. They can't be blocked with her, and you can just pump the shit out of her. Or you get that uh, that fire-breathing card that you can enchant onto a creature so that when they die, you get the, the fire-breathing effect back to your hand. It's like Rancor, but red. Uh, okay. And then you put that on Zancha so you can fire breathe her. Oh, that's dope. So then when she attacks, you just like give her shadow so she can't be blocked, and then make her fucking giant and kill people. Or make her into a 10, 10 5, and then tainted striker. Yeah. Excellent. Just be like the dirtiest, greasiest asshole ever where everybody's doing your work for you. And then when she has the assault suit, she's attacking all over the place, and you're just using your mana to like make her a total badass and using your other cards to protect her. Yeah. I think that would be fun. And you also mentioned Bazaar Trader. And then you can steal it. You can threaten a thing. That's a goblin for red, red. It's a 1-1. Tap it. For red, 1, tap it. You donate one of your things to an opponent, but you can donate something to your, like, that you threaten to yourself so that you can keep it. Yes. Or you can threaten something, hit them with it, and then donate it back to them and steal the thing that you want to have permanently. Yeah. So you could threaten their big creature, and then you can get, like, their Marari's weight. Can you do that? Can you do it with a creature and an enchantment? You know, you don't switch. You just, like, 
target player gains control of target artifact, creature, or land you control. So target player, we target ourselves. Yep. That's how it works. Yeah, you don't you don't swap anything. You don't swap it back. You, you gain just... control of something that you already control, and then you don't have to give it back. So I used to play that in standard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no no wonder I play EDH now. Hey. Yeah, that's real life. Woof. That's a cool card. There's lots of cool stuff you could do with this deck. Aiden's build is really cool too, but I just went immediately to the like Voltron pumper to the max and just get her to attack every turn so that you can wipe out people with your with your cool spells. Yeah, now get this. Your red base deck has 12 ways to draw cards. Nice. And and you can draw infinite cards. You can draw your whole deck with Zancha and your infinite mana combo. Neat. Or just lots of cards with Urborg and, and Coffers, right? We've got Two tutors in Razaketh and Sidisi could be three tutors if that demonic con whatever is supposed <laughs> to be demonic tutor. I'm not sure. So when we do the spice rating, we'll do it with two and with three. Okay. And now I'm like I'm second guessing myself. I don't even know what love is anymore. <laughs> right? Because well, they should like, just cut that demonic torment or whatever the hell it is and yeah, just yeah. play Duthi Embrace. Better card. Also good. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Now. 724 lists on EDH Rakdos. That makes her the third most popular Rakdos commander underneath Rakdos, Lord of Riots, and right above Mogus, God of Slaughter. Yeah. Lord of Riots and God of Slaughter. Sleeper agent. Sleeper agent. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, badass metal names. Cool. 3.3. 3-4 average CMC. Of course, every threat and effect more or less costs 3, so that's what we see the average CMC look like. We're going to go with 3 tutors to start. Sure. Uniqueness ratings. That is the number of cards different than the Zancha Sleeper Agent page on EDHREC.com. Okay. We've got 50 cards that are different. Oh, nice. Yes. Now, nice. with 3 tutors, you punch it all in, 46.5. Who doesn't even get you there? Ooh, but you, that's what happens when you need ways to find Kiki Kiki conscripts combo. When you keep that demonic contract or whatever demonic it is, torment, demonic torment, fifty three nice. Yeah, got there. So Aiden brewed a spicy deck, a spicy nugget, according to our calculations, Dig which it. are. Uh, accurate. You can't argue with science. <laughs> I was going to say accurate at best. <laughs> <laughs> so good on you. Tons of fun. I was going to build Zancha in a different way. You were going to build it like this, but kind of a totally different angle. The Voltron Shadow Unblockable Pump Spell thing, which I guess is a totally different way than I was going to build it, which I love this kind of exemplifies not only our meta, where me and Justin were playing like the same Enchantress deck yesterday, different commanders, but me and five color mono white Angel Aaron last week were playing the same commander in a different way. So this deck exemplifies our FNM meta. It exemplifies CCO Nation, where we have multiple build paths, which give us a unique gameplay experience. Which is what we're here for. That's right. And I dig it. I like Zancha. She's cool. I like her from a, um, a story perspective. Cool character. Yeah, She was Urza's companion as they traveled the multiverse. But, wait, Urza? Yeah. That Urza. Huh. He, like, he 
he sort of saved her, sort of kidnapped her. It's more like kidnapped because Urza's really a bad guy, right? Yeah, he's not a very good dude. No, he's kind of a... Just look at his card. He's an asshole. Yes, everything about him is bad. <laughs> yeah. So she was in with, like, Flynn with the Phyrexians, of course, and smelt like them because she had, like, the glistening oil. She was born in a vat, and she knew how to get in, and, she, you know, she's a sleeper agent. That's yeah. what her job was. That's what they do. So he kind of appropriated her as his friend. <laughs> <laughs> Because that is what Urza is want to do. And that's how the story... She helped him kind of... And her heart, her heart is the heartstone from Tempest. Neat. And it was actually put into Karn to give him sentience. Sentience. Sentient? Sentience. Yes. And then the, the oil that was in that heart corrupted Mirden. And Zancha is just responsible for all kinds of shit. Yeah, well, really, it's Urza. <laughs> really, the underlying tone of bad shit happening everywhere. Fucking Urza, dude. Yeah, he's a, he's a piece of crap. I'm glad that his head's in a jar and he's just a shitty planeswalker now. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. So thank our glorious overlords and sponsors. Thank our, our FU dude bro friend Aiden. Thank the nation. Final thought of the day. Aiden, thank you for sending in this deck. It's very cool. We had a good time with it, and I'm looking forward to playing against it later. And now that I know you're playing so many scumbag combos in it, I won't feel bad when I blow up all your land. Big thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com, they're Canada's biggest magic store, for helping us keep the lights on. Big thanks to all of you for giving us a reason to keep the lights on. You keep us coming back every week. You invite us into your ear holes, and we really, really do appreciate being here. As far as the deck goes, I think it's going to be a great deal of fun to play against. I think it would be a lot of fun just to play. It's got one of those super varying gameplays you're always going to get because it scales really well with what your opponents are doing. And if your opponents aren't playing creatures, I guess you can just steal Zancha back and whack in with her? Oh, I, yeah. get this. This is the Rakdos, or at least the red equivalent of clone.deck. And you know how much I like clone dot deck. Yeah, I had that in my notes. I just forgot to say that because it scales with your opponent's game. The better their shit is, the harder we're going to hit them with it. Love it. You love it. That is very Brando. It sure is, which is why I like the deck. And on that note, we're going to be back with you next week for a new arc on a new episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs>